Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. A surgery to his penis. Again, so <laughs> rare, so rare that if you Google search it, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I guess it starts with, you know, taking a, taking a pee with the boys. Mm-hmm. So I start Googling shrinking penis hole. Mm-hmm. I really liked having Tubi on the show. Mm-hmm. Ruben didn't want to play anymore. And, and Ruben, I said to them, I said, okay, you guys, this is the last time I'll ever play with you. I'm going to Vancouver. Give us uh, your critique on the new show. Do you like it? Do you hate it? It's quite the spectacle. You guys (laughs) really stepped it up a notch. uh, Obviously, TSN realizes the legend that you are. It's about time. They've given you a lot of power clearly and uh but yeah it's great mm-hmm. two hits of acid and the acid out here is very strong daddy should we shoot guns what could get up that hole you're listening to the jay and dan podcast presented by coors light get your flowers and your bullets <laughs> Dance. Dance. we are three episodes deep in 3D podcast. Remember that? 3.0. That was a boy band, 3D. Really? Yeah, with that Eddie Cibrian guy from... Uh, <laughs> I've been in every show. That was the name. 3D. <laughs> That's what they were called. Please welcome to the stage, 3D. 3D, y'all. <laughs> Playing with O-Town and the remnants of the Backstreet Boys. Oh, boy. Tulsa, do you think you could have been in a, a boy band other than not being able to sing? No, the one guy from the Backstreet Boys, the, uh, the Joy, dark-haired jo- guy, he doesn't Joy, ever sing. Joey Fatone? No, the tall guy like that. Uh, oh, the d- which, <laughs> which one? <clears throat> or is he from New Kids on the Block? Yeah, it's all, they're all I think blending. New, New Kids on the Block, maybe? N-K-O-T-B. Yeah, just wait. Yeah. So the point is that every boy band has one guy who's not there for his voice. Probably four guys who aren't there for their voice. Uh, and yeah, one guy who is. Uh, this guy here. No, oh, where is he? No, that's a new New Kids on the Block. There's no new New Kids on the Block. They didn't like, it's not like Menudo. <laughs> remember Menudo? Christoph, do you remember Menudo? No idea what that is. Menudo is like, uh, uh, I, pardon me if I'm incorrect, everybody listening, but Menudo, I believe, was the Latin American boy band. But the catch with them was, Ricky Martin was one of the original members. But the catch with them was if you turned like 13 or something, you're kicked out. You're out of Menudo. And they bring in a new guy to replace you. Uh, and then you, like everyone would probably be broke by now. Poor Menudo, ex Menudo people. Yeah, I can't find. So there's InSync, there's New Kids on the Block. Is there another band I'm missing? That's it. That's all the boy bands, just the two of them. Hmm. Just those two bands. And there's never been another <laughs> boy band in the history of popular music. Okay. That's all the boy. Pants. Hey, what a week it's been in uh, in southern Ontario. Oh, I Temperature records. Yes, I forgot Hanson. Sorry, Dills. Temperature records. Yeah, it's been uh, incredibly beautiful. And I was talking to folks out in BC, and they said it's been out there. Now that's in the interior. Maybe Vancouver's been sunny and beautiful. I don't know, but it has been scorching here and humid. I forgot about the humidity, Toolsy. We had that that dry weather down in LA. It's a desert after all. The dry heat. Yeah, it's uh, it's gold bond season. So yeah, you must just be uh, taking that elastic waistband and stretching it to its outer limits, <laughs> and then just un- you forget about the pot, you forget about the sprinkling. You just undo the top and just dump half a container of gold bond. I wanted pants. to bring it out to the. There's guys working painting the house today and putting the eaves straps on on the hottest day of the year. I filled up a cooler full of water, Gatorade, and Coke for them. Gone. What about beer? I I always ask them, but they're like, yeah, the boss might come by. Yeah, better might, not. Might swing by. Might uh, slap our wrists. Yeah. So how's the house looking? You got the house out in the country? Yeah. Got, got all the uh, vermin out of the roof. Oh, Yo, you had some uh, some rats or something? <laughs> What'd you have up there? Or was it, what, was it Steve Webb up there, living up there? <laughs> Webby, get out of the roof. <laughs> Go home. It was something with fur. Oh, God. 
Was it a raccoon? So many raccoons. Well, the guy got up there. He's like, I thought it was a squirrel that I saw. It might be a raccoon. Maybe it's a wombat. Maybe it's a wildebeest. I don't know. Living up there or dead? He gone. He gone. He gone. If it, and if he's in there, he's locked in now. Oh, man. That hole is closed. Man. So you wonder what he's doing with himself. He's like, <laughs> well, I'm in here now. <laughs> I'm a <laughs> raccoon. Oh, <laughs> locked in here have you seen that commercial i just saw it today uh it's a recycling commercial this this family pulls up into their driveway and there's life-size mm-hmm. raccoons so these people are wearing raccoon outfits <laughs> what we talked about this champ delicious trash in the trash beverage containers in the recycling bin okay i was on the floor laughing oh, I oh representing the raccoon problem yeah. that we They're have like, in hey, southern ontario hey we love your garbage but you didn't recycle Oh, God. It was recycling. That's commercial. pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, if you're listening in other parts of the country, you live in downtown Toronto, guaranteed raccoons are getting into your garbage. Or I guess in rural rural Ontario as well. Rural. The rural Jew. And we got a, a skunker skunking around. Oh, what is going on out there? It's like <laughs> Safari Planet. <laughs> Dan O'Toole's Safari Planet. Speaking of that, Toolsy, uh... You open that back door, you take the, your life into your hands. <laughs> oh, but then I was at a buddy's place on Friday, and he said his cute little dog, they got family dog... Got eaten by a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been my first guess. But it actually got sprayed by a skunk when he was walking uh, just downtown. Skunks everywhere. But they said <laughs> skunk just turned around... And just shot it right in the dog's face. And the dog just... (laughs) I was just like... (laughs) So did he have to do the tomato juice bath? Yeah, yeah. They said, Well, the thing was, it had been two weeks ago, and they said, like, the dog came in. I was like, ooh, what is... And they're like, yeah, we can't get the smell out. Like, we can't... I mean, we tried the tomato juice. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's a dire situation. Our dog Fonzie got sprayed every two weeks about... At one point, do you just take the dog to the pound and just be like, you know? Well, we this can. one skunk was skunking around out in the field, and he was like getting real close. And I call my dad at work. I'm like, that skunk's back. He's like, it's probably rabid. It shouldn't be that close. You got to shoot it. You got to shoot it, and then cut its head off, and then take its head to the vet, and then they'll test it for rabies because they have to test its brain. And you're like, thanks, Dad. Good talking to you. <laughs> so I did it. So you got it. Cut off its head. How was that? That must have been fun. Do you know how to cut off a skunk's head? Why, did you take a bread knife? Nice serrated bread knife? Just a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) Again, some people may be offended, but hey, that's living on a farm. Oh, come on. Give me a break, folks. And it was rabbit, but it wasn't. They checked the brain. Oh, so you (laughs) shot it for nothing. (laughs) That's skunk talk. (laughs) Yeah. That's skunk talk on the Jane and Podcast. We still haven't returned to my brother Sean telling the pig story from the farm from episode uh, from version 1.0. But I thought he wouldn't finish telling it. I think the statute he... of, limita- statute yeah? of limitations <laughs> has uh, has uh, all right. So we can we get him back on to tell the rest of the story because we'll I feel like call. podcast listeners would really like that. Uh, you mentioned Steve Webb earlier. Um, he's friend of the show, former New York Islander, now works for the NHLPA. He was just in China. Uh, for the games, doing what? We don't know. Yeah, he's at the, the, the exhibition games over there. Yeah, so I wanted to get his recap uh, of the trip. Yeah, avoiding our phone calls. Yeah, now I feel like this has happened before with Webby, where he, he you'll talk to him and maybe he's three deep. and uh, uh, He just doesn't, but he's like, well, he doesn't. He's nope. like, he'll tell me, what am I going to say? <laughs> well, that's, we'll interview him. We'll allow Unless that, if he like, accidentally ate someone by mistake, like just why... Well, I could see that from Webby. This, oh, oh, that was a man from Beijing. I just ate a Chinese man. But uh, the Beijing experience or experiment went very well. They sold out, I think. They did well. Shanghai, little less. I think, in general, China's fascinated with the NHL. Yeah, they're fascinated is, with hockey. They're building arenas like left and right. To what end? Is the NHL expanding to China? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. I hope they do. I know the Winter Olympics are going to be there in 2022, and the NHL players will definitely be there. So the NHL is definitely interested. Would in that. you put China as the title of the team, or would you go Beijing? I think. Yeah, Be- you go Beijing. Beijing. Beekeepers. 
The Beijing Beekeepers. Go Keeps! <laughs> Playing for Keeps. The Beijing Beekeepers so are that, starting their season. You put a couple teams over there so that you'd have to come Mitch over. Mitch Marner and your Beijing Beekeepers. You'd go for a two-week trip, I guess, during the season, and then, I don't know. Take on your Shanghai Super Sluts. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> hockey action in China. Gong Hei Fat Choi. Uh, and our other guests on today's show, Peter Schrager, will be making it. Well, I guess guests that are going to show up. Well, we'll see. I mean, we haven't called Schrager yet. Now, he he bailed on us on the first show. I think he was pretty upset at me for calling him out on that. <laughs> Schrager's sensitive guy. Uh, Plus, one, he's one going of our on best zero friends. sleep. Yeah, this is the thing with Schrager. So before we get him on, let's talk about him a little bit. He is working, I'm not even joking, so hard right now. Like, he's five days a week on Good Morning Football, which is a three-hour show, in the morning, which is, I mean, just one morning show is enough work for any human. Just yes. having to get up that much, having to be alert in the morning, five days a week, talking football. Especially, those guys had to do it all summer when there was no football. I was in, I was blown away how entertaining And you mentioned a new father? He's a new dad. Last fall, uh, had little Mel came into the world. Cutest baby. So, Peter and his wife have the baby. He's got the show. And then, throughout the National Football League season, for 17 weeks, he's on the road with the NFL on Fox doing sideline stuff. That means he's flying in on Friday. Saturday, he's talking to coaches, talking to some of the key players. And then Sunday, he's doing the game. And then he's flying back and doing it all over again on Monday. It is incredible how hard this guy works. So, for him to find a little time for us, we do appreciate it. Very Still, much appreciate it. He really it. sold us out by not showing up for the first show. Uh, you and I had a big dinner out on a Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, we went out on the town, the town together. Just you and me. We sat in a table for two, uh, <laughs> just stared across at each other. How's your fish? It's good. One problem. How's your wine? The meal was it's great. Uh, got back to the hotel, though. Oh. I had to order me a burg. Oh, were you hungry? Yeah, I'm me hungry not still. hungry. I crushed a burger and fries. Oh, so you definitely did not get enough to eat. I th feel like I ate too much there. I remember I ordered the extra basket of bread. Nobody at the table, everyone else at the table was like, no. I'm like, it's fine. Hey, give me more bread. Easy, big spender. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, give me more bread to sop up these clams. And followed up with some water. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for a pasta dish to show up. Okay, it was a Spanish restaurant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> When you said that, I'm like, ah, Tilsy's funny. Oh, now it makes sense. Oops. Next, mental note, next time, take Tulsi for Italian. I thought it was an Italian-named restaurant. Uh, I didn't see any Spanish themes. It, all the tapas we were eating? <laughs> so they don't eat the pastas? Well, it's not there's I think they eat it, but it's not their that we wouldn't call it pasta Spanish cuisine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was hey, good though. We hey, had a nice some nice wine there too. That was nice chewy wine. Before we get to uh Schreger, chew. can we play a video? Um this is a video that uh who's it? Jesse Spector, I think, uh, tweeted out. He's a good follow on Twitter. Um he says uh, he found this while searching for videos of big trucks for his uh, son. And he, he stumbled upon this uh, gem, which is hockey-related. Ice resurfacer! Watch the people out there on the ice. They glide as they skate round and round. But the more that they skate and they skate and they skate Then the ice becomes rough on the ground That's when this truck comes around for his turn His job is to smooth out the ice He goes up and around and around once again Till the rink is all perfect and nice Oh, he's the ice resurfacing machine He smooths out all the ice Makes it skate twice as nice Makes the rink so perfect and clean an ingenious device to resurface the ice it goes on for another oh, two he minutes shaves <laughs> off the ice you know, with a blade that would be great as part of like a hockey musical 
Or, right? That'd be a great number. As Jesse said, play it during every intermission. Yeah, crank it. And people start singing along. It's like the J song. What do you want? Let's play ball. And then that'll be the new hockey song. I like it. I like it. I not, think it's a good idea. Not sure to play Stomp and Tom, because that is... Oh, Stomp and Tom. He's dead, and you're stomping on his grave. This is a catchy little tune. So perfect and clean. Yeah, it's like from a musical. I like it a lot. Yeah. There you go. Uh, good job, Jesse Spector. I want to make sure I'm crediting him. The there right you go. <laughs> that guy. Him. Hey, uh, Trump. Oh, God. Yeah. This guy. Like, he's <laughs> such a clown. It's not that funny, but we don't live there anymore. Someone sent out a tweet. They're like, oh, this reminds me of when JFK tweeted out about the great <laughs> men's singles debate in tennis. It's like, Puerto Rico doesn't have power. They're yeah. not going to have it for months. Maybe just show up there. Fly the plane in there. Pretend you care. Uh, did you hear Greg Popovich today? Yep. Well, I didn't hear. I read. Yeah. He said hey, that, that guy. Uh, I love that guy. He is fantastic. People have to be made to feel uncomfortable, and especially white people, because we're comfortable. We still have no clue of what being born white means. Why isn't he the president? He'd be great. He'd be kind of strict, but like the strict dad that you like, kind of. Yeah, like, world yeah. leaders would be like, okay, yeah. I don't know oh, what way this guy's going to yeah, go. I don't know what the what, I mean, but not like Trump, where they're thinking that, but they, they know he's like totally insane. Well, Pop is a bit insane, too, but in a good way, in a good way. Hey, what'd you think about this Carmelo Anthony trade, Tulsi? It's like all these super teams, raps, they're in trouble. Yeah, everyone in the East <laughs> is in trouble except the Cavs. I know. It looks like D. Wade's going to join the Cavs. I can't wait for the NBA. I am fired up for it. Um, the NBA owning Twitter. Yeah. The NBA, well, except for the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Once again, <laughs> firing salvos. Give them credit, though, because would we be discussing the Vegas Golden Knights at all if it wasn't for their wacky Twitter account? I so hope they crazy. have wacky uh, promotional nights. They've got to. They've absolutely got to. Think of all the different things they could do. I can't think of any of them, but someone, <laughs> someone there will. Will you go down for, if you're in Vegas, will you check the schedule to see if you're there during oh, the game? yeah, for sure. Like, if I was down there, I would totally go. I want to see the the rink. I'd totally go. The rink's go. great. Yeah, you I went to. I was there for uh, a McGregor fight. Right. McGregor right. Diaz part three. Two. Two. Two part two. They're talking about three happening. I think they're, they're talking it out right now. Yeah. Talking it out. That's Diaz's uh, retirement plan right there. Oh, yeah. And he just needs Bisping. that one fight. Did you see Bisping said... This GSP fight will probably be his last fight. Or he didn't say probably. He said it could be. That means it will be. That's going to be a tough one because we establish a oh, relationship man. with Michael Bisping. Unreal human. The coolest guy. But then we have George St. Pierre, who's Canadian, and I we've know. done an event with him before, met him a couple also times. Also the coolest guy, the nicest guy. So who do you cheer for? I. It's impossible because, you know, being Canadian, we we have to go with GSP. But I would, I'll feel awful about it, about cheering against... Michael Bisping, a veteran who I'm so happy is getting these opportunities to make sweet, sweet coin that he deserves. And the guy has just been fighting in bars and pubs and rings and octagons all his life. And finally, he's going to get really paid. And he deserves to. I'll never forget, Toolsy, when you, me, and Mrs. Onright went to that uh, UFC event at, in L.A. Yep. At the Forum. And he was fighting as a last-minute replacement to fight Luke Rockhold yeah, two week for the title. Two-week notice. Steps in and beats him. And I've never cheered that loudly. You at a jumped on event. your chair. I went bananas. I thought you were going to jump into the octagon. I went bananas. I, I jumped up on my chair, and I was just like, F yeah, man. Like, F show the world. Nobody thought he had a chance against this, against this guy. He was so Luke was so arrogant. Luke was nice, too, though, I have to say. That, All those UFC guys were cool. That was the night we saw Tommy Lee almost get into a, oh, someone else's man. limo. Well, Seth Seth Green's. <laughs> he wanted to get into Seth Green's limo. And they, Seth was like, eh, don't think it's happening, Tommy. And then Tommy just walked off into the abyss. Nobody knows where he is to this day. Actually, I saw a video where he and his lady friend, whom we saw him with that night, uh, were on a flight 
and uh, this person filmed them coming out of the uh, restroom oh. separately, oh, okay. but like, I would say 20 seconds after, one after the other. So definitely banging in the restroom. Good for Tommy still able to pull that off in his 50s. Honest question, if the flight crew sees this, do they chastise the people or like, do they say like, come on guys? I feel like they got to, oh, Shreg's calling. Shregs, we're calling you. Let's call him back. Hey, Peter, um, we're taping the podcast. We're going to call you on the other phone. All right, call me right now. I've been trying to get in touch with you. Call me right now, please. Okay, okay. all right, we'll call right now. Okay, let's call. Oh, Shregs sounds stressed. Well, he's got to get to bed. Well, I said 7.45 to 7.50, and it's 7.52, so... I hope we Traeger's not mad. I put him on speakerphone there. Yeah, well, he's probably pretty pissed. Hey, I you. talked to Jim Pearl, speaking of L.A., on the way here. He's been on the podcast before. What a terrific person. Uh, I want Jim to come on and give weather updates. He'll just say, eh, nice day, and that's it. Another nice one. Another great day. Yeah, here comes Shregs. Oh, man, I hope he's not too fired up at you. Joining us on the line from... Where is he? Brooklyn? Brooklyn in the house. His NFL star reporter and uh, star of Good Morning Football, oh. star of Twitter. He's of ruling Twitter. The right Jay now. and Dan Podcast 2.0. <laughs> now for his first appearance on Podcast 3.0, Peter Schrager. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What a, I mean, this is, this is amazing. Schrager. This is so great to Schrager, get you on. How cool is this? How we cool were talking this? about how much you work, and we've discussed this before, but. Are you okay? Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, there was a moment of personal reflection last week. Because for your listeners, I don't know if they're carrying over from the American 2.0 version. Of course welcome. they are. Big time. I'm Peter Schrager. I cover the NFL. I love these guys. They made me a star in Canada. Shregs. I can't walk the I can't walk the streets of Saskatchewan without being mobbed by fans. It's, it's a fact. And NFL Network. Available all over this great country. People are watching yes. on Good Morning Football up here, buddy. I get I get tweets from Manitoba to uh, Petersburg. There and it I is. Get tweets. It's Peterborough. Yes. <laughs> in, in short, my daily grind is my daily hashtag grind is uh, Monday to Monday to Thursday. I do a show in New York, and I got to get up at three in the morning, and it's a seven to ten. And then Thursday, I fly out to an NFL city, and then Friday, Saturday, I'm in the NFL city, do the game Sunday, and then fly back Sunday night. But the last two weeks, I did a game in L.A., oh. terrible town, disgusting place. And I, did a game, <laughs> I mean, really, you guys, you guys made it out alive, barely. Um, oh, and then, uh, then also a game in Santa Clara, which I wouldn't, I mean. Yeah, what's, that? what's with that? You know, and, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the and, suburbs uh, in the worst way. It's like the Hoboken of California. Um, or, I don't even know the reference. It's the Ridgewood, the, New Jersey of California. Yes, what's a suburb of Edmonton? <laughs> uh, Sherwood Park. It's the Sherwood it's a, Park. No offense to Sherwood class. Park. Hey, minus great place. The class. Minus all the class. That's where Ryan Rashog is from. So let's show oh, some I love respect. Ryan Rashog. Um, anyway, so <laughs> I take those two weeks, I was taking red eyes back, literally smelling like a dirty sewer and walking into the studio at 7 a.m. Oh from an airport God. at JFK, which international terminal, if you've been to the international terminal in JFK, there are heinous things going on in those restrooms. <laughs> that's, where, that's where I'm brushing my teeth, walking in, and then pretending like I watched all the games because I was on a field and didn't watch them, so I'm just fudging it for the first two hours, and then I watch all the highlights, and then suddenly I'm caught up. So oh, it's been man. crazy. As you guys know, I have a... 10-month-old son. I have a wife who's being incredibly patient, but that might be wearing thin also. So in your estimation, you don't want to make predictions. Anything could happen, but how long do you think you can keep up this feverish hashtag grind? We're hoping hashtag grind till February 5th, Super Bowl, Minnesota, then February 6th, my body falls apart, and I go into hibernation for about three months. And who cares, because we'll be talking about you know, women's hoops or something else. Once football's over, I can kind of take a breath. But yeah. Jay, Jay, here's the deal. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You're loving it. You're living the dream, buddy. You're working on the sidelines. You're right in there. You're talking to coaches, players. They love you. They're coming in. You're doing the show. Because you're doing the show on the Friday morning from the location yeah. that you're at. Yeah. So this week I was in Minnesota for the Vikings-Buccaneers game. And I'm sitting there in the Viking. Every team has a little closet room where they have a a camera set up that the NFL Network can beam right into. So usually it's for their reporters to come in and just say, hey, you know, today Adrian Peterson's knee hurt, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm sitting there doing the show at 5 in the morning, and a guy named Latavius Murray, who was a running back for the Raiders for many years, 
is working out in the gym and watching the show on the big screen TV while he's on the treadmill. Now, Latavius and I have gotten to know each other over the years, name drop. Um, and <laughs> First name basis. He's watching the show, Latavius, the L train. He's watching the show, sees me, walks down, and basically sits on my lap for a segment in the show, and we just shared the seat like we were in, we're two, a lover's quarrel almost, fighting over the seat. Um, and he's beaming back to New York at 6 in the morning, and that's what it is. I'm in the facility, and if these guys walk by and they see me, they're usually going to pop their heads in, which has been a totally... Uh, fun and also uh, always great for the producers because then they can act like they know who it is and not just say, oh, there's a player on uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shrag, speaking of facilities, which team has the one where you walk in you're like, oh my goodness, I could live here? Yeah, uh, Seattle, Baltimore. Um, yeah. Those are really, they really take care of their guys in those two places. There are a lot of nice facilities. There are a few that could use a renovation. What to give it? Name check them to us. All right. What's Minnesota's, the worst one? Minnesota's been the same one since the seventies. They're working on a new one. Right. So that, well, how's that the new stadium? One. It's so ultra insane. modern. Insane. Yeah. So cool. So cool. I actually there's this that we call it the bingo board of NFL facts. You know, Antonio Gates played college oh, basketball. Oh yes. Right. Or you know, or, or Clayton Kershaw and Matt Stafford were actually buddies as kids growing up. Like you know the facts that they say no matter what those two players are. The fact is that the, there's never been a home team in the Super Bowl to play a game in their building, mm. and I just got done with the Vikings, and there have been 51 Super Bowls. Never has a team played in their own building. Vikings look really good. Yeah, they do. Vikings look really yeah, good. they there's do, a buddy. There, there's a chance that they're putting Michaels and Collinsworth on the call, Jay oh. Wright singing the National How Anthem. How beautiful would that be? I can do um, both anthems. I'll do the Canadian one. It. They won't you ask for it. No, you just go right into it, one after the other. I'll jump right into it. Lots of uh, Winnipeggers will come down close to Minnesota. A lot of lot of Manitoba and Vikes And that's your fans. adopted CFL team, the that's Bombers. That's right. Ton of Winnipeggers. It's just a, it's a stone's throw away. Um, I, oh. I think we sing "God Save the Queen." We throw a third anthem in there. I love that it. one. That one's so good because it's so short. It's quick. That's the best. one. Hey, Shrags, can we get back yeah, to the uh, the airport bathrooms? Oh yeah. yeah why? Absolutely. Why? Why not like a jet engine for a fan in each one of the men's ones? Because, yeah. as you mentioned, horrible smells. They're the worst places on earth, really. Last two years ago, I was on your podcast, and I was about to sit down with a player named Danny Shelton up in who knows where, Washington State. That's where he was from. And we were sitting there, and I had just gotten off a, off a plane to Seattle, and I'll never forget it. There was a man who walked off the plane with me. We do a direct walk in the Seattle airport right to the bathroom. This man, within seconds, removes his shoes, <laughs> removes his socks, sits down, and does almost a plank position and sticks his bare feet in the sink. I remember oh this. I remember God. that. Bare feet in the sink, faucet on, not even a gl- like, like, he didn't pee first, he didn't poop first, he didn't brush his teeth. His very first move off a seven-hour flight from New York was to get down in a fetal position, cra- uh, arch his back, and stick, and stick his bare feet into a public sink. Couldn't we get under, something under a stream of running water? So you see that, you see that, and then no matter what sounds you hear at the workplace or whatever smells you smell at a local convenience store when you go in oh, that yeah. bathroom, that ever, there's nothing compared nothing to the compares. international bathroom. There's Absolutely no. Though I will say, Shregs, the the bathroom next to our offices up here at Sports <laughs> Center with Jay and Dan might might challenge it slightly, and we can't quite figure out it's why. It's no airflow. No airflow. I checked it. The the Fox Sports Pico lot downstairs across from the dressing rooms. Oh, I know. Always, it. always one was unable. It was always under construction. That's right. That yellow tape. You could never it. get in there. You'd want to. I once, we... I once might have seen, and I could be exaggerating. <laughs> I might have seen something other than urine in the in the urinal. <laughs> no, oh, no one's taking a Come dump on. in the urinal. <laughs> Come on, Howie oh, Long. Howie Long is like, you know what? This place. I run no. this no. show. I'm taking it. No. I made it up. Petros Papadakis. <laughs> I could see Petros doing Clay that. Clay Travis. Oh. Now, hey. Clay would do it in, in Bristol. He'd do it in the ESPN urinal. <laughs> and, and you know the other thing about those uh, those airport bathrooms? Everything's always wet. It's like someone brought oh, yeah. three dogs in there and hosed them down. Oh, yeah. No, oh, I mean, it's... God. You're living in airports right now, Shregs. Living in airports. Best living one in, in the, the country. Pandemic. Best one in the country. <sighs> there's, a good ter- <laughs> there's a good terminal in San Francisco. The yeah. Detroit Delta Terminal 
is actually quite nice. You're a Delta guy. Welcome aboard, and thanks for flying with Delta. Uh, am I ever? <laughs> uh, <laughs> can, I, can I tell you one more travel nightmare? Yeah. Yes, yes of course. We love these. All right. So my best friend in the world is a guy named David Shue. Dan right? O'Toole. Oh, sorry. Dan O'Toole. <laughs> my best friend in the world is a guy named Nick Wright. No, his name is... <laughs> His name is his name is David Shue. He's my college buddy, and he's getting married Labor Day weekend in Mexico. All right, in Cabo San Lucas. All Beautiful. Right? Sounds great. Sounds wonderful. Sammy Hager I, will sing. Uh, yeah, exactly. We're gonna do some. What is it? What is his, what is his tequila? Like, Cabo Wabo. Cabo Wabo. So, I'm about I'm about to get. All right. So it sounds like a great trip, but Labor Day means the last week before the NFL season, which means I'm going to be on the road for 20 straight weeks. So I convinced my wife to come with me. We're going to go together. We're going to leave the son at home. We're going to have a babysitter or her mom watch him, whatever. We're going to enjoy this trip. It's one last hurrah. It sounds great on paper. The weekend comes. We're like, we don't want to leave our son to go to Mexico right now. You're going to be gone for the next 20 weeks. But let's do it anyway. We get on the plane. This is on a Thursday morning. I take off from work. I never have taken off from the NFL Network show, but I'm like, it's my best friend's wedding. I'm in the wedding party. I'm going. I get on the plane. It's a connecting flight in Atlanta. We get to Atlanta. I check my phone. It says, flight to Cabo canceled because of a stage four hurricane. I look at my wife. I say, no problem. We get back on the plane. We fly back to New York. We're in our house by noon. <laughs> so you just—you are so happy. That's like Larry David talking try. about people canceling, yeah, canceling plans and how happy it makes them. You're so I mean, happy. I, I sent that text like, bro, check the, check the, check the <laughs> status. You know, not making this taking, up. There's people, there's people take, making seven connections. I, just, oh, I tried. I did my best. Look, I did. You did. I you did. did try. You did try. I, did. I mean, I flew to Atlanta. Yeah. Did, did the wedding still happen? Yeah, oh, it's beautiful out. It's beautiful. By Saturday, it was beautiful. <laughs> Hurricane gone, cleared up. Okay, Shregs, uh, you gotta probably get to your family. We won't want. Yeah. We don't want to keep you too long. Shregs, give me one. Give me one thing. I want to give you. I want to give you a prediction. Oh, ooh, okay. okay. Well, right here it is. Uh, it's premiering tonight on uh, CBS yeah. and CTV, our parent network okay. up here. Uh, a show that I think you're going to be pretty excited to see. Young, young Sheldon. Sheldon. Shreg's <laughs> prediction ratings for Young Sheldon in the millions in the United States. Okay, so let's think. An NFL game is usually number one. That's okay. I'm going to say a 6.7. Everyone wants to see what Sheldon from Big Bang Theory was like as a young boy. He's wearing a bow tie in the ad. The kid is adorable. It's, it's before neutrons were neutrons. It was Sheldon. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's weird. It kind of weirds me out. I, hear, I see the preview, and there's no laugh track. I want the, the comfort of the laugh yeah, track. No, suddenly it's like yeah. uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm or yeah. something. Like, it, yeah, no, suddenly it's high-end. Chuck Lorre's comedies are suddenly, you know, Arrested Development. Yeah, that's it. That, like like Moonvez went to Chuck Lorre and was yeah. like, yeah, let's do a spinoff. He's like, well, let's here's do how we're doing it. We're gonna My do it way. Like, everyone likes it. <laughs> was that your prediction? My prediction is that young Sheldon sweeps the Emmys next year. Sweeps it. Get ready, Tulsi. Best comedy, best drama, best supporting actress, everything. Uh, Shreg, she'll be happy to know that Tulsi and I went out on Saturday. We went to a Spanish restaurant, and Tulsi was waiting for the pasta course. Didn't come. (laughs) Never came. Can you say, okay, can you say pasta one more time? Oh, yeah, that's right. I've gotten back into the Canadian way of saying it. Pasta. 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 Pasta, that's absurd. And then can you say the, the, I'm going to spell it out, and you you say it. Okay, yeah. T-A-P-A-S. Uh, oh, tapas, not tapas. <laughs> it's tapas. How, how do you sp- how do you say a u n t? Ant. Good. Okay, yeah, you don't uh, say aunt. I thought you'd say aunt. No, aunt. What am I from? From Tennessee, aunt. Aunt. <laughs> My aunt. <laughs> people My aunt. in people in Memphis talk I guess. like that. I don't know. Maybe they do. I have no idea. Yeah, that that uh, one uh, that one gets me every time. Pasta, I go, pasta. I love you both. I'm so happy for you. I was watching the clip of you ripping on or doing a take on Lawrence O'Donnell. Oh. better than anything anyone did in America. You nailed it, Jay. Dan, you've been on fire. And Luke Wilson, not the actor, the tight end, the yeah. Canadian, scored a touchdown this weekend for the Seahawks. That's right. Seattle Seahawks own, baby. Though they don't look that great this and, year. And he, uh, and he uh, did it for us. He did it for you. And John Ryan well made some nice punts for us, too. John Ryan, who's married to a comedian. Google yeah, it. That's right. Uh, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Betty White. <laughs> okay, see you, Shregs. Shregs, have fun Bye, in Brooklyn. Guys. I love you both. Love you too, buddy.
What, what a guy. I mean, just the best. Uh, missed Peter, his energy. Missed, missed having him around. What's Peter on Twitter? You know what's fun? At P Shregs. At P S C H R A G S. Ding, 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 ding. That took a long time to get around to that. At P Shregs. He's a great follow. A great follow. Christoph, are you following Peter Schrager? I will be now. <laughs> yeah, right? After that? Immediately. Yeah. After the feet washing story? I'm wondering if there's more. <laughs> oh, there is. There definitely is. Have you ever heard someone on a before an early flight puke in the bathroom? I've heard that several times. No, like guys go in there, guys go in there, and they just coming off a bender, and they're just. I'm always at the. Uh, I'm always flying out of Kelowna because my folks live there, and there's a white spot right by the gates. Ooh, I like the white spot uh, uh, breakfast uh, sandwich. I love a delicious white spot, uh, but the problem is people eat at the white spot. And then they've got like an hour before their flight, and they've got to take. <laughs> so those <laughs> bathrooms next to the white spot there are not, not anywhere you would want to send anyone to. <laughs> Go to that white spot. It's good though. The food, I mean. Yeah, triple O burger. Uh, it, why isn't the white spot big all over? It's just a BC thing, kind of. Was that one of those where they had a verbal deal? Said you don't come this way, we don't come that way. Like Earls and, uh, but that's all gone out the door. Oh yeah, Earls is is out here now, and man, are they killing it? Everybody's going to Earls downtown. Cactus Club, Cactus is big. Club, Joey's, or as it's called, Joey. Why is it just called Joey? It's called Joey. Can it just be called Joey's? I, it really bothers me. I'm sorry, Dan. I went on a Joey rant there. I went to a restaurant the other night. Um, Spanish. No, it was Italian. Tapas. They had a butcher shop. <laughs> this is in my hometown of Peterborough. They had a butcher shop connected to the restaurant. He said, you can go pick out your steak if you want. Yeah, that's kind of a thing now. That uh, Curtis Stone guy, that Aussie chef, had a couple of those in L.A. L.A. Restaurants were okay. But Toronto has pretty goddamn good restaurants, I think. You know what else has good restaurants? Winnipeg. If you're ever wondering where do you want to go, I'll hook you up. Winnipeg, test capital of the world for restaurants. I think it might be. They do. They yeah. test all the restaurants there. And Perfect demo. Slurpee capital of the world? What's uh, with that town? Now, the 7-Eleven, is that a Slurpee? Yeah. It's like the most. they sell more Slurpees per capita there than anywhere in the world for some I, reason. I think I've had a Slurpee from 7-Eleven once in my life. Not a fan? No, I just... Go to the shell if they've got the same. I'm like, I don't need that. I'm the not a brand Pelosi. name guy. No, it's it's different. The Slurpee's what you want. That's <laughs> higher quality ice and syrup. <laughs> High higher quality syrup and ice. Hey Shell, you're doing good. They've got like the Lurpee, whatever there's this. Hey, <laughs> come get the Lurpee. Come down to Shell and enjoy the Lurpee. Oh, now I have a video I want to play you, Tulsi. Ooh. Uh this is uh courtesy of our friends at the Dead Spins. Oh, sorry, I'm my microphone in here. Uh, here we go. We found out today. When are we going into the new studio? This is it. This is our new <laughs> studio. This is it. We're in a, a room. It's about five feet by four. But I feet. thought we were moving into the uh, the big no the big boys. No, no. Christoph. No, that's not happening anymore. Uh, it is. It is eventually. Oh, what are they where, doing? Where is it, Christoph? Well, we'll be going into the main studio for radio, which is ready. But for that to happen, our backup studio has to be ready. And there's uh. There's been setbacks. Wait, you, <laughs> okay, here's how you set up a studio. You put a microphone, been setbacks. a microphone, a board, and a headphone jack. That. Uh, do you want me to set it up? No, it nobody cool. wants that. <laughs> no one, no one wants that at all. Okay. No one wants you to do that. That would be a terrible idea. Yeah, probably. Would. Okay, here we go. This is well. Listen. Well, this is new tonight. A family has had enough. They say a woman is defecating on their sidewalk near Briargate and Union in Colorado Springs. The family says they've caught her in the act twice now. They've begged her to stop, but now Springs police are getting involved. 11 News reporter Spencer Wilson joins us live in the studio. Spencer, Spencer this is so gross. What is the family saying about how often this is happening? Elisa, according to the Buddy family, about once a week, they're getting Buddy. all too familiar with the paper towels she wipes with and the nasty surprises she leaves behind. We call her the Mad Paper Pine Creek. <laughs> Kathy Buddy and her family have had enough. And it's not like it's private. People can see you. I mean, we're seeing her. So. Pants around ankles. In broad daylight, her kids saw it happen first. They what come the? screaming, you know, you're not going to believe this. They're like crying. 
was like, what? And they're like, there's a lady taking a poop. And so I came outside, I was like, oh dear goodness. <laughs> and so I was like, are you serious? Are you, are you really taking a poop right here in front of my kids? And she's like, yeah. Sorry. Kathy says <laughs> if that was it, there wouldn't be a problem. And so I thought for sure she's mortified. It was an accident. She'll go get a dog bag, come back, clean it up, you know, and never run here ever again. Um, not the case. Kathy says the runner knows what she's doing and comes with napkins in her pockets. There's a bathroom across the street right here. Um, our park has porta potties. Um, there's a gas station right here. She's even working on an embarrassing smear campaign, posting this sign to get her to cut the. Well, you know. Quick, because it's disgusting. I mean, bottom line is it's disgusting. <laughs> Officers have asked Kathy to snap some pictures of the runner and get the word out, hoping she will stop before indecent exposure and public defecation charges. <laughs> it's just not a natural thing we would do in our society to drop your trouser and relieve yourself right there when you know there's people around, especially. Kathy let me know she's had other people come forward and say that they have the same thing happening to them. They've seen that woman relieve herself outside of a Walgreens and in <laughs> people's backyards. If you know who she is, police would love to hear from you. Lisa, back okay. to you. Okay, a few <laughs> things here. A few things. Lots to unpack there. First off, if she's doing it this much, why isn't someone taking a picture? Well, yeah, the, the lady he interviewed, I'm surprised at some point she just didn't take her phone out, take a picture of her dropping a deuce. And this lady obviously has bowel issues. Yeah, kind of like me. That's what, if I ever started to run long distance, I would just take on people's lawns. So I empathize with this woman. If you have to go, you have to go. Not everybody can hold it until they get back to the hotel room like you, Tulsi. And does, does she tell the people that she lives with saying like, yeah, it happened again, or is she yeah, just took another on that family? <laughs> or is she watching this at home and like, no, never, no, it's me. I'm going to it again <laughs> on their lawn. This By the time. way, honey, going for another jog. Uh, going out again. Oh, lovely, dear. Don't forget your napkins. Or, or maybe she's in a new relationship. She doesn't want to do the poop at home. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, I've got to go out for a second. <laughs> you know, every night you leave at about 7 o'clock, you bring four or five Kleenexes with you, and you return an hour later, and you smell like garbage. What's the deal? And it, and if she's got that m mess on a napkin, it's not a clean break. It's a mess down there. Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, not every poop is going to be a clean one, so for sure if she's going on that lawn all the time. Maybe she should just drag her ass on the lawn like a dog. A dog that has worms. Maybe she's got worms. Maybe that's why she poops outside. <laughs> oh, jeez. What does the world come to? But, hey, you know what? The world needs more stories like that. I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed uh, Spencer's delivery. Uh, he, he was, well, you know. Yeah, Spencer. Just say it. Well, you know. What city was that in? Colorado Springs? Ah, oh, she's high. Seems like a nice, uh, yeah, for Stoned sure. Stoned out of her mind. Yeah, she's baked. She, did, for a she thinks run. she's on a toilet. Yeah. He's like, oh, here's a nice crapper. <laughs> oh, it's green and soft. <laughs> she, she's on a Well, here's my toilet. <laughs> right where I left it, in front of this family's house, at the corner of Union and whatever the f***. Imagine cleaning that up. <sighs> like that horse, that horse walking around my parents' neighborhood. Everywhere. No regard for other people's lives or safety. Check back in with Webby, no response. So we aren't getting a China update this podcast. No chance. No chance we get Webby. No chance that happens. Uh, we've been doing a ton of podcasts. We're doing... We a, have? We've, this is our third one. <laughs> no, no, like we've been guests on a ton of podcasts. Haven't Ye we? No. Okay, I've not been me. on any. <laughs> I've been doing like, like 10. But you usually say like, yeah, I know you're, you don't even, I just, you just go do it. Yeah, well, because like if you don't, you know, then you're not a nice guy. So why not? And they're oh, So fun. I'm a bad guy? Yeah, you're mean, mean person. <laughs> you're taking <laughs> on everybody's lawn and crate, or where is it? Clarington, right. Clarington. Oh. Eh? What a town. The guy's working outside today. Again, great job. Yeah, taking well, I said, guys, you know, you can use the restroom and, oh, and no. then oh, no. went out for a bit and came back and oh god, there what was shrapnel in that bowl. Oh god, yeah. I don't. Uh, what you are had you to eating? clean it. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you eating? Uh, yeah. I mean, you're, well, the sun can affect it. 
That's so... They should gauge this jogger. Is she jogging on sunny days? The sunny day pooper. Yeah, it's a good question. I I would love... I would be so fascinated if a woman just stopped and took her pants down and took a in my in my front lawn. Like, I'd just be kind of fascinated. Like, what's what's it feel like? Like, you're just in the middle of a street here. Is that so, weird? Uh, hey, you're uh, taking a poo there, eh? Hey, you're on my lawn. How does it... Uh, does it feel exciting, exhilarating? Or? Yeah, maybe it's the rush. Yeah, it's the thrill of it. It's like you're getting away with something and leaving something behind that no one's going to want to clean up. Couldn't they get her DNA from the poop and just find her that way? I don't think anyone wants to collect that DNA. <laughs> DNA. Want to collect my DNA? Let me take it on your lawn. That's how uh, Ancestry.com works. <laughs> Ancestry has many paths to discovering your story. <laughs> That's how Ancestry.com works. You go to the... Uh, is it Are the Mormons the ones who run Ancestry.com? And they have a different one. <laughs> no, they... The Mormons run like a super awesome like Ancestry thing. that you They could, run a religion. No, I know, but they also... They'll find your Ancestry. They'll track it for you. They like to keep track of that stuff. They run TSN.ca. <laughs> I've yeah. never heard this before. Yeah, yeah. The Mormons, have, someone out there will know. Google? Do they run Google? They run the Googs. <laughs> well, this is what the Google's for. What website do the Mormons run? I don't know if it's a website or if it's like an ancestry service. You can send it to the Mormons and they will tell you who you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And how do they find out? You take a poop uh, right in front of the tabernacle in uh, Salt Lake City. Mormons run everything. Well, I don't know if that's Oh, true. do the Mormons own Ancestry.com? Uh, okay, so this one. Uh, oh, so that was an actual question in there. Okay, so that's good. I feel better about it. Ancestry.com was started by Mormons. Its purpose is twofold. Hello. To make money for the church and to entice people to share genealogic, genealogical, genealogical. Genealogical. Records Inform information that church members can use to proxy baptize the dead. Ah, uh, uh, it seems like a, a bad reason on the back end there. <laughs> Front end, not so bad. Back end, bit of a shady reason. I didn't realize it was actually Ancestry.com. I knew they, they had a service like that. I didn't realize that was the one. Well, there you go. So way to go. So Good job, Mormons. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Mormons. Okay, are we going to do a TV show now? Yeah, we got to leave. I got to say, this has uh, been, again, one of my favorite... Oh, yes, sorry. We do have one more thing we have to do. What's TV that? theme fault. Ah. And I wanted to do this one. I think we did it on the old one. We probably did. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain that we did. But it's so good, why not bring it back? And the thing... Oh, God. Yes. Just a couple of cool cats. Don't look remotely like brothers, even though they're playing brothers. This is the theme for Simon and Simon. Parker, Jameson Parker. Oh, was Parker Stevenson. Never, 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 yeah. Where has uh, he been since? Now McCraney's done pretty good for himself. Yeah. He's in House of, House of Cards, right? Yeah, he's great. And, uh... You never see these long title sequences anymore. It's so awesome because they're just peeking around corners and coming out of pools and driving <laughs> trucks in the middle of the desert and driving forklifts. Like, just how is this solving crimes? They're just f***ing around. <laughs> but in the end, they find their man. It or doesn't seem like a lot of planning in their uh, police detective work. Just a lot of, ah, uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of ne'er do wells. Oh, now here's the closing credits. Eduardo Picard is El Presidente. <laughs> Rob Madrid was the policeman. Associate producer Mary Eagle. Barry Devorzon with music. Our art director is Howard E. Johnson. Film editor Larry Heath. All of these people are dead. Whoa, these <laughs> swimsuits are way too tight. McCraney, you can see everything. Highly recommend you check that out. You what can probably podcast. find it on the Hulus or uh, something. I don't know. Wherever you look for shows. There's so many things on the TV. You got Hulu, you got Amazon, you got... 
find out <laughs> wherever you look for Tools did you watch uh, the new space show we're a little Bell Media plug here Star Trek Discovery. Did you watch it, Kristoff? Are you a Star Trek guy? Uh, not really, no. Okay, Toolsy, you're a big Star Trek guy. I know that. You love sci-fi. Uh, <laughs> did you watch Star Trek Discovery with Bond girl Michelle Yeoh as the captain? I hope it does great. It's It was pretty good. I was expecting it to not be good. Shot here in Toronto. Remember we met the star? Yep. The one who plays that number one, who plays the, the commander. We introduced we met her, her at uh, the upfront. We, we introduced her at the CTV upfront, and she was nice. Remember we asked her about like her life is going to change now because you're going to go on all those nerd conventions. Yeah, she's oh, gotta... you're beautiful. <laughs> Even more beautiful than on the screen and on the deck of the Enterprise. But I do have a problem with episode three. One issue I have with continuity, Deep Space Nine <laughs> proved that the space-time continuum could not be fluctuated with the Maquis and the Klingons and the Romulans and the Ferengi. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, watch that show. It's going to be great. And watch our show, Sports Center with Jane Dan, Midnights and Mornings on TSN. And we'll be back next week with another podcast. Again, just to clarify, people still say, oh, it's on the loop on TSN 4 and 5 every morning. Yeah. It's live. TSN 1. On TSN 1 and other channels sometimes, it seems, at night. And then the X rated versions on TSN 2. That's with Toolsy. Producer Tim. Yeah, take it, Tim. Take it now. See you take next. it. See you next week. Take it now. Produce the of this. They're going home. This is the Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by Coors Light.